Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Our number two of a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. All proudly, and I do mean proudly, brought to you by BetMGM. Skill yeah. Skill Alexander, Kelly Bidlin in the house. How you doing, man? You good? Doing well, doing well. Just took a little uh, little break in the AC, you know. Kevin and I chatting it up outside. You guys just walk out during commercials? Yeah, you need, need, need a two-minute break. We have some people who are upset with us about that. Eric Berg on Twitter, by the way. We get tweets at beating the book. Eric Berg. In Montana, the lottery operates sports betting. Oh, God, yeah. We get to drive to the casino, also to place our bets. Casino is a gas station with Kino machines. <laughs> so I have gotten to experience that one. When I was in Montana last summer, I was really? with, with someone that was going to make a bet. I was like, can I come? Like I was like, I just want to watch this. I just want to watch this process. And it was exactly what you just described. <laughs> Eric Berg describing. Patrick, Patty Romp, I'm 28. I've been watching Brady's whole career, and I swear what Kelly said about two to three more years has been said for the last 10 years. <laughs> it's <fair>. never ending. <laughs> That's fair. Nevada Azer, LOL, Alan, a tier above Burrow. That's tweeter on Twitter crime right there. Scott, New York Miss, 16. If the Bears were to pick a quarterback, does a trade of fields to the Ravens make sense to you? Do you imagine that if the Bears actually decided to pick a quarterback and bounce, yeah. bounce the field well, out of there? That's a Bears fan thinking far ahead. So we're, th- we're thinking yeah. Lamar's gone from the Ravens, <laughs> and you're going quarterback in the draft. So then the Ravens would be want a quarterback back. I, I mean, I get it. We're really going down a rabbit hole there, though. Scott also adding, Gil going full Boston on us every time he says Tommy when referring to uh, TB12. Maybe get a frap and uh, watch a little Tommy on the TV. <laughs> Short porch over the monster. I went to school there. They thought I had the accent. <laughs> what's with, they're now, like, you, what's with you, your accent? You were a Bostonian for a few years. Does that make me a Bostonian that I went to school there? No, hails. No, it does no, not. No, I said for a few years. Yeah. I was there during the big dig. The entire city was like a mess. I remember that stuff. Yep. Uh, prime time. Cowboys underscore Cubs one. Living in Wisconsin, I feel horrible for you and your lack of betting options, as well as it being so warm in your office. We have three to six inches of snow forecasted for tonight. Perhaps you'd like to come visit. We uh, we're we're rightfully getting uh, getting. What, what do the kids say? Clap back, clap back at the us. Clap back at yeah. us. Las Vegas fourteen. Last one here before we get to bridge. Yo, Lamar to the Commodores. We'll be singing Brick House, Easy, and Three Times a Lady all the way to the Super Bowl. <laughs> we'll be singing Too Hot to Trot, Slippery When Wet, and any other Commodores jam you want me to come up with. I can go deep on the Commodores. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Pritchard joins us. He is VEASAN's own Mike Pritchard, Pro Football Blitz host, and of course, the only guy around here who really knows football and what he's talking about. Mike Pritchard, everybody. How you doing, Mike? I enjoy listening to everybody talk football. What are you talking about? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? I hear you guys are burning up in there. 
Uh, yeah, um, let's just put it this way. There might be sweat rolling down the back right now. Kelly, is okay. that fair? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And, you know, there may or may not have been a drill that just started in the past five minutes that I'm hearing very loudly. So that's cool. You know, whatever. Okay. Just normal working conditions. Pritch, you know. Pritch, that's what we're here for. Just being brave. That's what we're here for. All right. All Courage. right. What did Dan Rather used to end his bra? Courage. Um, okay, let's go through these one by one. Uh, let's do them in chronological order. Let's begin with the Jaguars and the Chiefs, where the Chiefs are eight-and-a-half-point favorites. Jags coming off that historical comeback, third biggest comeback in playoff history, fifth biggest comeback in NFL history against the Chargers. But now it's the Chiefs, and the Jaguars have been a great story, and Doug Peterson has been awesome. Does it end here? And if it does so, more importantly, does it end here in spectacular fashion where you, you want to take the Chiefs and lay the points? I wouldn't lay the points. No, not at all. Um, I, I think uh, anything and everything can happen in the playoffs. You know, the Chiefs are a better team. We can start there. Uh, but the Jacks, they don't know any differently right now. You know, they just pulled off a miracle, uh, right? And you think about that second half. They they, they were minus five uh, in turnovers. And so that second half was had to be a perfect uh, half for them. Uh, and another thing that they discovered, too, along the way is getting into a hurry-up situation with Trevor Lawrence at the line of scrimmage calling plays. I don't know what Spags is going to have in store, uh, but when you trust a quarterback, a young quarterback to that level, like Peterson does, I, I think that can make you dangerous as an offense as well. So I think Kansas City wins, um, but yeah, Jacksonville's got an excellent chance of getting inside that number, though. Hmm. Okay, let's go to the afternoon, or excuse me, this is the night game. Remember, the games are staggered later on Saturday. So it's the Giants and the Eagles. Obviously, they've played twice before this year. Um, the second of which was a... Uh, Backup quarterback situation, not even a backup, a third-string quarterback situation for the Giants. They actually kept it close. Eagles didn't have Jalen Hurts either in that ball game. Now we have the uh, appropriate quarterbacks in place. At least uh, that's what we are to assume. Eagles minus seven and a half, total forty-eight. Yeah. Same question. Giants riding high with a coach that just did wonders this year with Brian Dayball. Giants really got the best of things early in the season and really uh, made the most of it to get to the postseason. Now beat the other fraud team in the NFL, as we like to call them, the Vikings. But it is the Eagles, their number one seed. We haven't seen them in a couple weeks. You kind of forget about them, right? Because you haven't seen them in the Jalen Hurts version. Do the Giants get within the number here? You know, this is the third time around, and what we just witnessed the third time around is very, very interesting, too. I mean, the 49ers uh, destroyed Seattle in that second half. I don't see the Eagles with the, that type of defense, though. Uh, and before before I go on, I love the hmm, uh, disagreement <laughs> that first uh, breakdown right there with, uh, with uh, Jacksonville. Oh, I didn't mean that. No, I didn't mean that at all. <laughs> that I'm just was, contemplating good, a bet, right? I'm like, hmm. No. <laughs> um, I can't get <laughs> that out of my head right now. But hmm. uh, no, you know, the Giants, the thing about the Giants, when they scored 31 points on the road against the fraudulent uh, Vikings, they only used nine drives uh, in that football game. Uh, so that's typical of a playoff game. You're going to have condensed number of drives. You're not going to have, uh, you know, your normal, typical 11, 12, 13 drives, unless you're Buffalo, uh, Miami. But I, I don't foresee that happening. I, I think you can estimate uh, anywhere from nine to 12 drives in this game, highly familiar with each other, too. And if that's the case with that Giants defense, that can pose a lot of problems. Hamstring. Um, Jalen Hurts, you know, I don't think he's going to be a running threat with that shoulder like we saw him become during the year. Now, if he does, that'd be interesting. Uh, but if he doesn't, I think the Giants have a chance to uh, getting inside the number. 
Rich, I'm now I'm in my head. I'm like, what would be the worst thing I could do to any guest is after everything they say, if I go, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know. That's, Interesting. That's sticking with me. That's Interesting. sticking with me right now. <laughs> <laughs> totally, okay, sure. Totally didn't mean it that yeah, way. But, right, right. I got you. <laughs> everything Rich said, I'm like, hmm. All right, let's go to Sunday. These games staggered early now. Um, beginning with the marquee matchup between the Bengals and the Bills. Now, these are the two games on Sunday where the line moves have been, from my perspective, curious. This one is now five and a half. We saw some sixes yesterday, Pritch, on the Bills. Uh, And we know the offensive line troubles with the Bengals. Uh, Where do you stand on this? Well, secondary issues, too, for Buffalo. I mean, it's five and a half, which is crazy. I mean, I don't know if five points separates uh, these two teams, right? Uh, Especially with the injuries. Um, I look at Buffalo this way. You know, they well, they lost three games this year uh, by a combined total of eight points. Uh, and you can identify where they lost those games, right? And uh, in other words, they're not gonna they're not gonna get blown out, uh, or or they're not gonna lose by by more than one possession unless everything goes wrong. But then we've seen Buffalo overcome mistakes just last week uh, against uh, Miami. Overcame a lot of mistakes in that game. They had 16 drives, Gil. Uh, that's going to regress, right? They're not going to have that many uh, against Cincinnati. Uh, so I, I'm still thinking Buffalo can get the 30 points, but five and a half is too much delay, in my opinion. I'm looking for other angles. I'm not looking for a spread bet in this one. Uh, I'm looking from a prop standpoint uh, because we're going to have some fireworks. I think Josh Allen also needs to be involved in the game plan using his legs. Uh, so I'm looking for some prop yes. situations in this game. That you know, I kept texting that to people during the Bills game this past week against the Dolphins. It, right. it, it was some version of what happened to Josh Allen just tucking it under and running, mm-hmm. and and then we saw in the next game Daniel Jones did, and I'm like, you see that that's what I'm talking about, and that is a, that was very curious to me that the Bills kind of because it's not like you have beyond Stephon Diggs, not like we have a lot of dynamic playmakers on that offense. Right, right. I think if you're one-dimensional, too, throwing the football, I mean, look what happened to the three top one-dimensional teams in the National Football League in the playoffs. Tampa Bay, uh, they're bounced. Uh, you got the Vikings, they were bounced. You got uh, Justin Herbert and the Chargers, they were bounced, right? When you're one-dimensional in the playoffs, that's not a good recipe. You have to be able to run the football, and Buffalo is one of the better running teams when they implement Josh Allen uh, in that phase of the game. All right, and then Niners-Cowboys, uh, it's three and a half everywhere. We even heard our first three come down the pipe now, come down the yeah. pipeline. So three now, uh, we're three and a half consensus mm-hmm. in in what I, I mean, I'm surprised by that. I guessed six when I did guessing wow. lines. Like, I just, <laughs> I thought it would be six. It's, it's yeah. crashing. The total's 46 and a half. That has come down as well. Yeah, you know, Dallas is getting respect. I think people feel like Dallas can get on a run because of the talent. Uh, but I look at from a regular season, even postseason standpoint, San Francisco defense uh, has allowed one score uh, in the second half in 11 games. Uh, so uh, enough said right there. If there's a three out there, I mean, I'm inclined to dra- uh, grab that right now. Um, but yeah, the 49ers offensively, it's not about Brock Purdy. It never has been. It's about Kyle Shanahan and that offense and what they can do and how yes. intricate they can be rushing the football, right? Uh, and that makes the game easier for any quarterback. It doesn't matter if it was Trey Lance. It doesn't matter if it's Jimmy G or now Brock Purdy. When you can run the football uh, the way that San Francisco can, that's a lot to prepare for. I mean, think about it this way, uh, Gil and Kelly. Uh, like, San Francisco can dress up anything they want to at any moment with any personnel. And if you're Dallas on a short week, how do you prepare for all that? Uh, so I, I think there's a lot of offense going to be thrown at the Cowboys. If there's a three out there, I'm certainly 
uh, going to jump all over that with the San Francisco 49ers. Last thing, Pritch, because you bring it up and we got to go, but I'm curious, yeah. your perspective from from a, a player standpoint. Do we make too much of the short week, long week, cross-country, you know, short week versus long week for the Cowboys and the Niners? They also have to go cross-country. Do we make too much of that? Um, no, not at all, because it's all about preparation time. Not so much about body wear and tear. I mean, we've played a lot of football at this point. It's not about that. It's about preparation time and, and certainly adjustments that you can get to as well. Mike Pritchard, everybody, at M.I. Pritchard, VEASAN's Pro Football Blitz host. Thank you, Mike, as always. Appreciate the time. All right. Appreciate you guys. Thanks. Nicest man in the world, Mike Pritchard, giving us his insights on the game this weekend. We'll talk to Sam Monson from Pro Football Focus, get the analytics standpoint on it as well. Coming up on the other side, right here, Numbers Game, VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. the sports betting network before you make your next bet be sure to visit vison.com to check the current betting splits data want to know where the money and bets are moving every game well the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion you can check out not just today's action but future events as well betting splits yet another way that vison is here to make you a smarter better year round check them out all of today's betting splits for every game at vison.com we get tweets at beating the book. Always appreciate the uh, feedback as always. Motor City Mike, I'm taking the Bengals plus the karma. They're most likely hosting the game if not for a near-death experience. Also, give me the Lamar to Miami choice. What were those odds? Imagine the possibility with Hill Waddle and his tight end. or And he has the tight end he needs, he should say, in, in Gesicki, he says. That's an interesting take on that. I will look for those odds. Uh, in the meantime, I did see a tweet from Julian Edlow over at DraftKings that the Raiders have moved to the favorite in the Brady betting market. Interesting. Um, not super surprising. Eddie Vegan Runner. Is that pro tip jingle available for ringtone on iTunes? Also, Patrick at Patty Rompcheck again. Pro tip in the morning. He likes that uh, jingle. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, pro tip, pro tip, pro tip. Tim Thompson. Uh, see, lots of overbetters talking about the boys and the bucks and the misconversions, but don't we think the fourth and what was like two and th- uh, two or three to go where he uh, came out, they waved him back and threw touchdown to wide open lamb as a field goal attempt, if not for all the missed PATs? Listen, I think that game, I think the Niners are totally trying to run the football, right? It's like, if we can just run, this is the Niners thinking, and Brock does as, le- as little as possible, that's the strategy. So, oh, yeah. so I'm with you on that. Definitely. And uh, Lamar to the Dolphins, 10-1. to 1. Thank you. Larry Fresh. I like that. Larry Fresh. Uh, walking into work, the last thing I hear is pro tip, pro tip. Now it's stuck in my head. Sorry. Uh, let's see. Uh, Web 12-66. Great, Scott. Good show, old boy. I love the way uh, Dan Weston talks. Did you hear the way he pronounced schedule? Correctly, by the way, to understand the English language, you have to listen to an educated Englishman. James at the James Lloyd. Does the Lamar injury seem very familiar with the way the Panthers handled Cam after his 2015 MVP run to the Super Bowl? I can't remember the circumstances of that specifically. Uh, Jesse Welch. Josh Allen undoubtedly, undeniably, 100% better than Burrow, dot, 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 at turning the ball over to the defense. <laughs> Titans insider. Did you see Danielle freaking Collins celebrate prematurely this morning thinking it was a seven-point tiebreak? Yes. That's the thing. They all, it's not standardized. So, like, even the players aren't aware of the rules sometimes. So, she's like, hey, I won the match. She ended up winning it at 10. But you got to mentally Some sports reset. truly just are silly with that. Like, that that being a rule in different tiebreakers and different tournaments. And then, like, you know, baseball stadiums being different sizes where the wall. It's like, I, I don't Some of these things I love how we're just okay with. 
It's a good point. Chance Copperpot. Look steamy in there today, boys. Crank up the slow jams. Deepak 48. Try being a mailman in those... Uh, L, is it L, I think he's talking about Las Vegas postal trucks. Maybe that's not what I got here. They're from the 70s, never had AC in them. They're like mini ovens. Tip your carrier, he says. Hashtag. Rick Ollier, if we're talking Commodores, you have to play a montage of Wentz. Carson Wentz with still playing. <laughs> also, true story, my first concert was the Commodores at Bally's in 95-96. Parents took me to Vegas during the family-friendly years. LOL, yes, there was a family-friendly period of history here in Vegas. Still. What a great song. Well, like the early 90s. Do you know that song still? Where Lionel Richie just goes, I still love you. And then he goes, still. No, no. Oh, it's phenomenal. Trip Tepper, last one. In a salary cap league, it isn't far-fetched to project the Bears trading fields. Bears can reset the rookie quarterback salary cap gambit, draft a quarterback, and deal fields for perhaps a 2024 first-round pick. Trip Tepper, you're speaking my language, and you know you're speaking my language, because I was the one who, when Jared Goff was playing for the Rams, I suggested that. I was like, I know people's heads are going to explode, but some NFL team should change the paradigm and do this. Oh, Just we, keep recycling the quarterback if the rest of your team is good. Right. I mean, we'll ta- we'll talk about it for you know months to come. Yeah. But that is, I I think that I'm I'm pretty like every there's so many people that are so sold on this idea that the Bears are trading that pick. And I'm like, we see this almost every year in the NFL draft. All it takes is one team to fall in love with one player mm-hmm. who they think might be the greatest thing out there. And that's all it takes. So if they fall in love with one of these quarterbacks, absolutely they can do what, what Tripp's laying out there. Still. I just want to say that all the time. <laughs> Still. Uh, okay. I missed, the, I missed your reaction to Pritch's thing, but it is funny. Like, what you it can is, do after every guest. Think about it. It's the like, worst thing you could possibly say to a guest. I don't guest. know about that, but okay. <laughs> he, he, took it, he took it like I was, like, questioning. Huh. huh. It's more of me just contemplating my bed. Any, any guest comes on. Whatever they say, just go. Hmm. <laughs> They'll never come back. Uh, okay, so my tennis bet. And again, because of all the delays, not all of the lines for all of the matches tonight were up. So I'll, there might be more picks to this. Uh, by the way, it's not 177, guys. It's 117. Uh, Nicholas Jari. He's a Chilean player. Nicholas Jari. It's spelled J-A-R-R-Y. He is plus 117 against the American Florida Gator, Ben Shelton. Uh, ben Shelton is an up-and-comer. Uh, American tennis is really excited about him. But he's not playing as well as Jari is right now. The numbers bear that out, and we're getting Jari at plus 117. That is my tennis pick. And again, if you want more of them, if I have more of them, just tweet me up at Beating the Book, and I'm happy to uh, pass them along later in the day. Um, Football, our football picks and bets that we've made, Kelly, for this weekend. We've talked about everybody else's. Might as well talk about ours. I have bet the Niners. I bought it down to three. I didn't think it was going to three. So I bet a minus three, minus 135. Uh, I bet the Bengals plus five, and I did lay the points with the Chiefs. Look, am I shocked that we saw a three-juiced pop? No, but I think there's also a good chance that's the only time we see it this week. Fast forward 24 hours from now, that looks, <laughs> I look like an idiot. But it, I, it, I, It's the point of the resistance. It's got to be, right? I'm with you. I, I yeah. really don't see that going to three and staying at three yeah. for, for long. So I, I haven't decided on that game yet, Gil, I think I'm going to do exactly what you did, just buy the half point, uh, buy it down to three, play the Niners. I do think the Niners have an edge in that game for sure. Um, I love I – t- I, t- I, I played one big teaser. It's all I've bet so far. I bet it really on the opener. It was Chiefs down, Bengals up. Uh, so I even got a bad number. You can, get, you can get a better number than what I got right now in this teaser. I think it's a great teaser leg this week. I think three, three teaser legs are great. Chiefs, I, me, me Eagles, too. Bengals. 
And I'm probably, yeah. I was going to say, I'm probably going to add another smaller teaser of yeah. Chiefs-Eagles. Uh, I am... I'm more concerned about that Eagles Giants game than definitely definitely the Eagles side than the Spangles side. I'm more concerned about a little bit of what you and Will talk through of look, I, I still think it's a divisional matchup you're talking. Jalen Hurts were I assume is gonna look pretty close to hundred percent, but I don't know that. If you get Eagles crush the Giants or Eagles look really rusty Eagles, you wouldn't be surprised by either. I wouldn't be surprised by either. I would not be surprised by either. So that one concerns me a little bit. There's a chance I end up staying off that game, but I but I think I'm I think I'm gonna add in another team. I I think that I've heard from a couple people this week that I respect a lot that like the Jags and these points. I think this is a great a teaser spot right here for the with the eight and a half on the Chiefs. This week, I think is one of the greatest teasers that teaser spots we've seen all year. What think of everything that's had to happen. For the over the past two weeks, for the Jags to get where they're at now, I mean that fumble pickup touchdown against the Titans, that unbelievable comeback against the Chargers. I'm not saying this team hasn't been great, and Trevor Lawrence hasn't been great over the past several weeks of the season, but that's a lot that has had to happen for yes. them to get to this point, and they're about to run into a buzzsaw in the Kansas City. And Chiefs. it all comes down to how you spin that, right? It's just what you said, like, think about all the things that have had to happen to go their way. And then there's the Jags crowd or the Jags betters who'd be like, look, they can overcome anything and they prove it week after week after week, right? It's all spin on, on how you want to view that. Uh, let me, let me just say this. Cause I was, when the Eagles won the uh, Super Bowl with a uh, replay rules from the future, I was the first person to say like, I don't know, you know, they, they just kept rolling sevens. They just kept getting the best of it on, on third and longs and fourth and longs. Doug Peterson did a spectacular job this year. Yes. Like, I have did. more respect for him after this year than I did even after that year. Me too. Absolutely me too. Anything you want to talk about golf? Yeah, golf real quick. Yeah, I guess we're in a minute and a half. We are the American Express this week. Uh, this tournament's really dumb. I do have a few bets in it, but it's a dumb <laughs> one. It's a, it's a pro-am, uh, 156 players in this field. It's a really good field, actually. 156 players. You're going to play three-course rotation Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the cut is after 56 holes on Saturday. Wow. When then they go back to the stadium course. So if you've you've kept up with my golf handicapping at all, you know it's a very, very heavy handicap of the course they're playing. So when you add in two more additional courses, uh, this becomes a little trickier, especially when you don't have any statistical data on those the two other courses. So only a few outrights for me this week in one matchup. I played Tom Hoagie, uh, Andrew Putnam, Adam Hadwin, and Cameron Davis in outrights. Uh, Hoagie, Hoagie and Putnam I like a lot here. But uh, Hoagie played in both Hawaii tournaments, third, third place finish in the tournament of champions, has putted very well, which is going to be really important this, uh, this week. He's also had success at the stadium course and in this tournament before, finished second last year in this tournament, and he's top 10 in my stat model. So Putnam, Hadwin, Hoagie, definitely my three favorites this week. And Cam Davis, who I just can't quit. <laughs> he's your guy that you can't quit He's now. kind of my guy right now that I can't quit. Does this become a thing where you bet him every week it, for fear that he wins? It's kind of becoming that. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. That's, like, like, Gil, I think this was the first week I bet it that way. That's the thing about golf betting that'll get you. It is. Fear bets. <laughs> self-loathing. Try to stave off self-loathing. Well, you don't want to miss out on it. That's the problem. Sam Monson from Pro Football Focus on the other side and Jason Weingarten as well. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sports books, sponsoring the show. Don't forget about uh, 
Our introductory offer, though, on our big subscriber uh, option here, $9.99, $9.99 available at vcin.com slash subscribe. And what I'm referring to uh, with the uh, specifics here is, uh, well, just a very great uh, little offer, which has pro tools, pro picks at glance, pro tips. Uh, VEASAN Pro Subscriber, introductory offer of only $9.99. You get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Deep dive betting reports. Betting guides for the biggest games of the season where experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out, though. It's a limited time. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99 to become part of the sports betting network. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Skill Alexander, it's Kelly Bidlin. Um... May I just say how much I love the listeners of this show and all the constant feedback uh, we get. Oh, yeah. And again, you can murder us, too. As long as you're funny, we'll read it. <laughs> There's no problem with that. Uh, but I always appreciate uh, folks riffing on what we said. Chance Copperpot, the Bears grabbing a quarterback and moving on from fields is not out of the realm of possibility. Exhibit A, my Seahawks, who won a Super Bowl with Russ on a rookie contract with a great team around him. Once he was the highest-paid player on the team, we never get back. Well, I just feel like uh, people are... Uh, Making my point that I've made for years about this. You can only win a Super Bowl overperforming on a rookie contract or if you're a Hall of Famer. And if you've determined that Justin Fields is not going to be a Hall of Famer and that you could restart a rookie quarterback with somebody, a rookie contract with somebody as good or better, then it is within the realm of possibility. Murphy, 12800. Gil, you and Kelly are onto something with the quarterback thing. It's Moneyball. Brock Purdy is the perfect example. Remember, it's a team sport. Listen, the whole point about Brock Purdy, and again, everybody waiting for the Brock Purdy clunker, and I tweeted something, oh, well, here's his clunker, 300 yards, you know, he had like nine passes of 18-plus yards against the Seahawks. People are like, well, it's the Seahawks defense. You'll, people who, people who are, are wishing for the Brock Purdy clunker will continually move the goalposts until it happens. So if it happens at the Super Bowl, they'll be like, hey, I told you I was right, there's the clunker. The whole point about the Brock Purdy thing is he is surrounded by so many great players, and Kyle Shanahan is such a genius X's and O's wise. He's made RG3 great. He's made Matt Ryan great till 28-3. He's made Brock Purdy look great. It's because he knows how to tailor the X's and O's to the players on the field, regardless of the skill set. So that's the point about those of us who are backing the Niners uh, thinking that they're still good to go. I agree. I agree with that. I don't think that we can. I don't think it's unfair, though, to state something that like that Brock Purdy is playing the toughest defense that he's played. Not at all. I'm not hating on Brock Purdy. I'm probably going to bet on the Niners this week. But that's just a fact. He well, no one's arguing that it's a straw man's argument. No one's arguing that. I mean, if you're right, he is playing the toughest defense he's playing, and he wouldn't be the first to succumb to the Dallas Cowboys defense, right? If that's the case, yes. But the whole point of the you know, he's due for a clunker. The fallacy of that argument is, is he? I mean, it's it's the NFL playoffs, right? You can yeah. easily string together a few wins and win a Super Bowl. Right. And the people who are claiming that will somehow tailor that to the argument. If, it, you know, it's like, yeah, they lost. It was Brock, Brock Purdy clunker. I don't know. Let's put it this way. They're doing quite all right with him. Let's see how it goes yeah. against the Cowboys. And if they can establish a running game, Brock won't matter. I mean, I'm already jump- I've already jumped ahead to the offseason with the Niners. <laughs> I'm, oh. like, I'm like, oh, this is fascinating to me. Like, after I after so Ravens gossip, wait till Kelly does Niners <laughs> gossip. <laughs> we got we got Brady, we got Purdy, we got Trey Lance in the mix. Oh man, Jimmy G lurks, but you Jimmy would, G, you would imagine he would be gone, but I, I let's would assume not imagine. he's the first one out. I would imagine. I pitched to Isaiah this morning. I was like, do you? 
do you bring in, like, if Brady's still interested, do you bring in a Tom Brady and then you put Purdy back on the bench for him to learn for, like, a year or two? But already what you're saying is... Then you're trading away Lance. Then you're trading away Trey Lance. Yeah. Which, let's face it, you can't start Trey Lance over Brock Purdy now. I don't think At least as, current, as currently Brock Purdy has played. I think you can roll into, okay, if they, let's say they don't win a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy, right? If they, if they win a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy, yes, okay. absolutely, he's your starter. Well, let's, let's go one notch below that to make it more okay. interesting. Let's say they get to the Super Bowl but lose. Yeah. I, I, I still think the Niners coaching staff can use the cop-out of it's an open competition in, in, in training. Well, it should be an open competition, but... It should be, you know, I guess technically, but we've seen this kid as mystery relevant. Okay, and here's the thing. Stetson Bennett just gave us the best college football story, one of the greatest college football stories ever. A walk-on from a walk-on, a kid who grew up in Georgia, who won back-to-back college football national championships with a team he grew up loving from from being a walk-on. From just having everything go, you know, be against him in terms of him making that football team. Real quick, with. did you catch the thing about the College Football Hall of Fame with him? Oh, right, because so he's, he's not eligible? He is not eligible because he was never an All-American, I believe, and you have to be an All-American? Unbelievable, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I'm just saying, we come off this great Stetson Bennett story. People are like, he's 25. Stop it. Stop it. You'll never be happy about anything if that's your argument. Greatest college football story ever to Brock Purdy as Mr. Irrelevant. Could you imagine if the Niners win the Super Bowl and we have those two back-to-back stories? He won a Super Bowl in his rookie year as the last guy selected in the draft because events happened that allowed him to be the starting quarterback to two different guys. It's incredible. It really is. It It really is. If it happens. It Um, really is, but I think it's just... What a what a fantastic problem to have it's if amazing. you're the Niners this offseason, awesome. right? Bainbridge DeWeese missed the tennis pick. Was it? Oh, this is great. Missed the tennis pick. Was it Jari or Dejere? Also, would appreciate any others you land on later. Thanks as always. Jari, J A R R Y, Nicholas Jari. He's a uh, six foot six Chilean tennis player. Uh, that's the pick, not Laszlo Dejere. This is always the problem with tennis. Jari, J-A-R-R-Y. Aslo. Um, always appreciate, again, the feedback. Again, I couldn't be uh, more uh, appreciative of everybody. Paul Nelson, if Chicago takes a quarterback with their first pick, then how do they get the uh, Seahawks? Then how, then how do they get that Seahawks defense? They need at least four really good starters on that defense. Always enjoy the show. Did I get the Seahawks defense part? I might have missed that. But anyway, I understand, though. Yeah, I mean, none of them play defense. I get the point. Defense, very suspect. Um, you wanted to say a little more about the American Express because you got you ran into a wall right there. The American Express is the golf tournament, but you gave us you gave us the nuts and bolts of it. Correct? Yeah, a little bit. I kind of ran through my bets. We can yep. go through some of the nuts and bolts of the uh, the tournament here. We do have so it is a 156 player field. Last time I checked, I don't think anybody else has withdrawn. Uh, so you, again, you're going to have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, three different courses in play. The stadium course at PGA West is where they will wrap things up on Sunday. The cut will be after Saturday. So definitely different. This is not uh, this is not a tournament I usually heavily bet because of this. You usually I usually like to stick with a a, a the single course tournaments. This is just an odd tournament, I, we, especially with the things that they revamped on the PGA Tour this year, Gil. I'm surprised they didn't tweak the uh, at least the rules on this one because I can't imagine 
the players love. It's, there's a pro-am aspect to this, too. There's a lot of things the players I don't think would love on this. Um, top 65 and ties after 54 holes make the cut. Greens, if you're looking at that stuff, it is Bermuda, but they're overseeded uh, Bermuda. On that stadium course, 90 bunkers and seven holes with water hazards. So we will have water in play this week. We really haven't seen uh, the past couple weeks in Hawaii. There are This is a tournament where I think I, I do read into the trends a little bit more. 12 of the last 13 winners uh, played at least one of the two Hawaiian events. Nine of the last 10 winners pl- have played in this tournament before. This is all about time of the season and when guys are kind of ramping up uh, and whether this is kind of their first tournament of the year or have they played a little bit already. So I did try to look for guys uh, that either had played in Hawaii or were or had had uh, good performances at this tournament before. Uh, one stat I saw from Justin Ray on just guys that have fit really well at the American Express over the last three years. Best score to par over that time is Brian Harmon, uh, minus 49. Uh, answer, 49 under as well. Sungjae M, 47 under. And Tony Finau, 46 under. Sungjae and Tony Finau are two of the guys I do think are going to do uh, very well this week. They were f- far up there on my models. I just think the betting odds, as you see, uh, we probably just rolled past them. We see they're at the top of the board, though, this week. Pretty short odds if you're looking to bet guys like that. We have seen consistently at this tournament. Yeah, John Rom 6 to 1. Scotty Scheffler, 10 to 1. Cantley, 11 to 1. Finau, 14 to 1. Salatoris, 20 to 1. Everybody longer than that. Sunjay at 22 to 1, I actually don't think would be a horrible bet. Um, but we've seen some longer shots win at this tournament before, Gil. So that's where I, I just sprinkled a few outrights this week. Everybody is longer than forty to one, I believe I had. Yeah, to, Tom Hoagie at forty to one is my shortest one. So no bets oh. on uh, Hudson Swafford, who's won this twice. It's won it twice, I know. No bets on Hudson Swafford. No. Hudson Swafford, born on a golf course. Do like name. Hoagie this week. I think any Hoagie matchups you see out there are worth betting. All of our picks, by the way, whether it's Kelly's golf, whether it's my tennis, whether it's anyone on the network, their picks. Uh, all available on the VEASAN's Picks page, where we post the picks mentioned by VEASAN host and their guests throughout the week. Go to VEASAN.com slash picks. All of them there. No more newsletter. Picks page. There's still a newsletter, but the Picks page is the best way to go. More convenient. Yeah. Okay. There you go. All of them. Uh, we'll come back. Jason Weingarten from Under a Cloud of Smoke. And just a uh, sort of reminder on uh, season win bets. Kelly and I had a conversation off air about it. Just the glory of... Baseball season win bets versus other sports. A little aside that we'll get to. On the other side, it's a numbers game at least in the Sports Betting Network. The Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashing the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app, featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. And if you're planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20. MGM Resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and Nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to take advantage of BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Skill Alexander, 91% voice back. Uh, Yesterday... Yesterday, Kelly, I made a, a horrible mistake. 
before we get to our pro tip and Jason. Uh, I played tennis with uh, Todd Wishnev. That's not the mistake. But afterwards, we went to lunch. And uh, we went to lunch at the Raiders Grill there at, at the M. And uh, on <laughs> For the, what, the second time in a week? That's correct, because he has points. <laughs> so the, I love the M. Gotta love the M. Gotta love the M. Hidden gem. Hidden gem of Las Vegas. Not even hidden. Hidden in plain sight. It's, it's, it's hidden in plain sight. So uh, there's TVs at the Raiders Grill, and they're showing, like, they were showing the Berrettini-Murray match on there. And these, this falls under the category of thoughts I should keep in my head and not state out loud <laughs> when Todd Wishnev is there. Um, I say, I, could you imagine... I said this out loud. I said, could you imagine if tennis play-by-play, instead of them being very economical with their words, was instead, and there's a forehand, and there's a backhand, and there's a forehand, and there's a backhand. Why did I say that out loud? For the next 10 minutes, which is an eternity, <laughs> Wishnev, so that the entire restaurant can hear, starts screaming play-by-play like that, and it is the, <laughs> the single most embarrassing thing ever. It is like I am chaperoning a hyperactive child around town. And four people uh, left because of it, and the M <laughs> lost 20% of their business. <laughs> it's correct. It's very sparsely populated in there. Um, all right, pro tip of the hour before we get to Jason here. Pro tip of the hour. Uh, Mike Pritchard gives us our pro tip. Yes! And uh, I asked him a question about the player perspective on things. When we talk here about, you know, hey, look, the Niners... They have an advantage here because the Cowboys' fourth straight road game, short rest, cross-country. Like, is that a thing? And courtesy of Mike Pritchard, he says the extra time off absolutely matters for the Niners this week. It's not as much the extra rest for San Francisco. It's the lack of prep time for the Cowboys. So, again, many people will hear them be like, yeah, I knew it all along. Well, it's good to hear from a guy who actually played the game. Every pro tip searchable on vsin.com. One every hour, that's at least 20 a day for vsin pro subscribers only, though. Keep that in mind. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, before we get to Jason, one thing real quick, Kelly, because I just want to close the the loose end here. Mm-hmm. You and I were talking off air. Somebody was saying NBA betting was Plinko, something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were talking a little bit about that. Uh, someone tweeted us last night just of, you know, hey, you guys always mention NFL being Plinko. Yeah. NBA is the ultimate example of Plinko. I see what you're saying, but it's more of you got to think about it when you're betting the NFL. There's so many less games that you're betting, so it becomes that Plinko factor becomes more of an impact, right? Yes. NBA, if you're betting it, I mean, I, and I know not everybody's like me, but if you're betting it regularly, right, over the over the long period of time that is the regular season, you're hoping that your handicap comes into play, that where that Plinko, you were still ending up in the positive instead yeah. of the negative. And you you kind of well, I, I was related talking about, it to win totals to in totals, baseball. Yeah. Which is, yeah, the reason that season win totals in baseball is still a great bet is if you're handicap is right 162 games you'll overcome negative variance whereas in football or college football you blow a few weeks you're done exactly yeah so some bets still lovely compared to others um you have the thunder and what was your prop bet in the nba uh miles turner over 17 and a half okay. points uh thunder just it's same game it's just on the other side on the pacers playing miles turner over 17 and a half points thunder real thin down low right now uh, so I thought that number was a little low on Miles Turner, who's had some uh, big scoring games here recently. Jason Weingarten joins us from under a cloud of smoke in Southern Cali, the host of the Wide World of Weingarten Podcast. How you doing, Jason? Pretty good. How's it going? Doing very well. Um, what do you like this weekend in the National Football League? Well, I took the four with the Cowboys. You know, I, I know you're a pretty big Brock Purdy supporter. I don't blame <laughs> I'm a, you. I'm a Niners guy. I'm not a Brock Purdy supporter. <laughs> Yes. But yeah, yeah. Same yeah. same thing at yeah. this point. Yeah. But, uh, you know, last week I kept waiting for Purdy to make some bad throws, and he didn't. Not only did he not make any bad throws, you know, he was making some 
some quite good ones, actually. Can I, um, can I just jump in, Jason? Because it, it, even as a guy who likes the Niners, I actually think he, he makes really good throws, but I actually think he makes bad throws. He's just had unbelievable interception luck also. Like he's yeah, and he has a that. great supporting cast, too. Yeah. I mean, obviously, that's, that's something that helps him. But giving me four points with a really good Dallas Cowboys team here, I had to take the four. I know it's down to three and a half. If it, if it went any lower, I'd consider playing some back. But, you know, it's just, I, I'm just the way I handicap games and the way I look at the NFL, I'm expecting Purdy to have a bad game sooner than later. And, you know, if, if he's going to just keep winning, he's just going to keep winning. But I'm I'm taking the other side here. What else besides that? If that's your number one, what do you also like? Giants. I like Giants at seven and a half. I don't necessarily think they have as good a shot at winning this game as I do the Cowboys, um, you know, upsetting the Niners. But seven and a half, a lot of points here. I think the Giants have become a better team as the season has gone on. And you know, I think I think the Eagles are good. I don't know if they're going to win this third matchup against the Giants by more than seven and a half points. Do you find the Bengals-Bills line move curious? No, I, I got nothing on that game. You know, I, I couldn't really lean either way. I, I'd probably lean Bills just because I think they're probably healthier. But I think the NFC side of the bracket is much more competitive this week than the... Uh, the AFC where you're trying to predict upsets. Also, I bet Nick Bosa to win the Super Bowl MVP, by the way, even though I think Cowboys are live again. What uh, number did you get on Bosa? 90, 95. Um, I played a little bit. I played a little bit shorter, like 75 too. Um, then I accidentally also bet Joey Bosa last week, <laughs> mixing up my Bosa brothers. as That's one the, does. It's never a good move. Fortunately, yeah. I was able to call customer service, you know, because oh. this was offshore and say, hey, Manny, I, I bet the wrong Bosa brother. Can you delete <laughs> hey, my bet? Man, he said, sure. No problem. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, offshore, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> sure. Yeah. One of the... Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, literally, he's like, sure. No problem. I deleted it because, you know, I mean, they, they could look at my account and say, oh, this guy, I you know, gives it. us huge volume. And doesn't cause problems. He made a wrong bet. Delete it. Can't do that at, at most legal books. Let's uh... try doing that. Let's uh, let's qualify that certain offshore. Let's let's qualify that. Yeah, try try yeah. do it. Try going in and that doing that. Hey, can you cancel my bet? I bet on the wrong Bosa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I re- I bet on the wrong Bosa. Yeah, that that other Bosa is no longer with us here, uh, and he had a lot to do with him no longer being with us. Uh, Chiefs Jaguars nothing there. I lean Jaguars. <clears throat> big uh, big fan of theirs. You know I I I, I think they're. Uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence still a guy, but it's Mahomes at home. These these tend to be uh, this round tends to favor home teams, so um, not not really looking to get get too uh, too invested in the Jaguars here. Okay, good year though. It's certainly a good year for sure. Um, what other wacky Jason Weingarten like bets have you made? Have you done any World Baseball Classic? Are those lines out anywhere? No, no lines yet. Just futures. We talked about it a little bit. I think it's a real top-heavy bracket. Yeah. You know the Dominicans, uh, USA, obviously leading, leading the way there. I tend to lean the Dominicans uh, slightly, slightly more just because of their rotation and you know they they're strong everywhere. Not that the U.S. isn't. Um, been doing a lot of college basketball lately. Really. Surprisingly, done well the last couple of weeks. College basketball carrying. 
you know, somewhat poor NFL stuff down the stretch. So that's a weird reversal. But otherwise, it's this time of year is kind of nice because everything winds down other than NFL on the weekend. So I get to sleep a little later every now and then. There's slightly less to bet on for the next couple weeks. And obviously, there's golf. We got the the Hawaii swing going on right now. You're not betting golf? No, no. I mean, there was always always some golf to bet. I took a couple long shots this week. I think I took... uh, Dean Burmeister, hundred twenty-five to one. I took uh, Keith Keith Mitchell, eighty to one. <laughs> There's the Jason um, I know. I have, Here we go. I have not bet Sahith Thagali yet, but I probably will. I was hoping to get a sixty. The highest I've seen so far on him is his fifties everywhere. But that's my guy. I think he breaks through soon. All right. Well, we're leading that's, two different lines. We're leading two different lives, Jason, because all I'm doing is staying up late watching tennis and betting tennis. So that's the one thing that uh, I know you don't do. But we appreciate it very much, and we'll uh, we'll talk next week, sir. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'll talk to you guys later. Jason Weingarten, everybody, at Spreadopedia. What do you think about those golf picks right there, Kelly? Thigala like uh, was one I definitely got close to. So that, that I agree with him. I was kind of looking for a price point on him. I think it got a little too short. All right. He'll be betting World Baseball Classic lines game by game. He'll be doing some uh, Mexican League baseball. Gotta love Jason Weingarten's betting menu. Uh, We've done all we can do. Appreciate it very much. Crack Man tomorrow. Dan Weston also still to come this week on tennis. We look forward to it all. Lombardi Line is next. Enjoy from VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. 